0: Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show, your on-air ladies' Bible study event. This is the show that will inspire you to get into the Bible and help you understand it. It's my goal to be relatable and authentically leave you refreshed as you listen to the Soul H2O devotion. This week, my intention is to help open your eyes to grasp the fullness of what Jesus came to do. I'm so excited you've tuned in for episode 112, Jesus Came to Heal Your Heart, with Minister International Conference Speaker, author, and podcast host, Jennifer Evaz. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. You can even use them for your personal devotions and find them on today's show notes with links to everything we mention on soulh2o.com slash 112. So let's dive in to today's soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. When you think of Jesus' purpose in coming, do you just think that He came to free you from the punishment of your sin? If you do, I think your understanding is a bit skewed. If you'll really listen With an open heart to what I'm going to share with you as we go through a few scriptures, I believe your understanding of Jesus' purpose will be expanded to include all that He came to heal. Jesus made His intentions clear at the beginning of His ministry. After getting through His time of desert temptations, one of Jesus' first ministry stops is to the synagogue in His hometown of Nazareth understanding Hebrew history, it's assumed it must have been his family's turn to read the scripture that week. You can read the whole story in Luke 4 verses 16 to 30. The scripture they handed Jesus to read was from Isaiah 61, a portion of messianic prophecy telling about the rule and working of the coming Savior, who we know is Jesus. If you listen to the words Jesus repeated that day from Isaiah 61 verse 1, I think they'll help you see that Jesus came to heal your heart. He read out loud, The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. Are you seeing his purpose? Did you hear it? Understanding his calling a little better. This verse is so much more than just talking about sin. Did you hear how he wants to bind up the brokenhearted? In Isaiah 6 verse 7, it explains how the Messiah is offering you a trade-in. It says, instead of your shame, you'll receive a double portion. And instead of disgrace, you'll rejoice in your inheritance, what God has left for you as his kid. God wants you to know that Jesus came to heal your heart. If you're still not sure, let me end this devotion talking about Isaiah 53, another messianic prophecy. It's a portion of the Jewish Tanakh or the Hebrew Bible. Jews are absolutely steered away from reading, but when they do, it's incredible what conclusions they come to about who the Messiah could have been. If you check out the show notes, I've put links in to a powerful video from Tree of Life Ministries Israel, where they read to people walking on the streets of Israel, the forbidden chapter, and eyes begin to open. Isaiah 53 makes it clear that Jesus is the Messiah and confirms his plan to not just remove the wall between us and God brought on by our sin, but how he came to heal your body, soul, and spirit, letting you know he came to bear the weight of your physical and emotional pain. Isaiah 53 verse 4 says, surely he took on our infirmities and carried our sorrows. Going right back to the original language of the Hebrew that Isaiah wrote in, the word translated infirmities means sickness or disease, and the word for sorrow is described by the Brown-Driver-Briggs Hebrew and English lexicon as emotional pain. Jesus bore more than your sin on the cross. He came to carry your sorrows. The pain and grief that has broken and wounded your heart. The words that have damaged your sense of identity and led you to believe lies about yourself, lies from your enemy. Oh, they might have been spoken through the mouths of humans, but their real source is the devil himself. The enemy, he came to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus... Jesus came to heal your heart. It is just about that moment and kind of the, the fleshy things if you will. And that's kind of what's missing in, you know, mainstream or secular music. Whereas the Christian music, artists are vulnerable and they write a song. It's so much more about what's life-giving and breathing and just trying to give honor and glory to God. Good music, good conversation, good company. Faith Strong Today's Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. Weekdays at 5 p.m. right here on Joy. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Jennifer Evaz is a minister and international conference speaker with a heart to equip the church in the supernatural and for raising up passionate and effective prayer she's a regular contributor to charisma online and the elijah list she's been featured on several christian television shows hosts the popular podcast take 10 with jen and authored several best-selling books jennifer and her hubby ron have two wonderful children together they pastor harvest church that meets in three locations in turlock and ripon california with a thriving online campus welcome to the soul h2o radio and podcast show jennifer Well, thank you. I'm really excited to be a part of it this morning. This is great. Thank you. Oh, I am so excited to have you on the show. Uh, like I said, I have actually been just creeping you watching video after video of your teachings. I know the girls are going to love this. And um, I, I'm i excited to talk about your latest book, Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook, because I find inner healing has been the pursuit of my heart <laughs> since I had my son. And I began to recognize the woundings of my past and issues in my life that i I really desperately needed God to restore. So I'm super excited to delve into this topic and let the girls hear your story because I know that your uh, story is a big part of it. I, I don't know if you know my first book is called Water in the Desert and I often joke that you don't write a book called Water in the Desert without having gone through a few deserts of your own. And I know that you didn't write your book called Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook through secondhand information, did you?
1: No, not at all. That was a book that I I actually wasn't going to write it the way that I did. And Mm -hmm. just through some circumstances, it just began to unfold. And I'm like, I really think the Lord is on the real story. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to put it in paper, but it was just so risky. And I had to get so much counsel. I mean, like hours and hours and hours of counsel. That was not a decision made quickly.
0: Well, I am so thankful that you uh, listened to the Lord and went forward with that because clearly your life experience is key in the truth that you've gained from God's word um, in the area of inner healing. And I'm hoping that you would be okay if we went back to talk a bit about what led you to your need for inner healing.
1: Well, I've always had, you know, I've, I've always been uh, working on my own journey and, and my own healing with the information that I knew. And, you know, there was just things that I, I did know from my history that were serious enough that warranted, you know, getting, getting the help and getting the deliverance and, and so forth. And, and things would just come up along the way. Uh, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when I was 47 years old, Um, my memories started to come back. I had chunks of time growing up that I just couldn't remember anything. And I I didn't question it. Um, What I knew was hard enough. And, and I just Mm -hmm. didn't question it. I didn't really think about it. And, and the memories started coming back. And they were horrific. I kept I thought I was having a psychotic break. I'm like, certainly this can't be a real Mm -hmm. story that's playing off in my head. And so I decided to get some help. And and so in that process, and there's quite a bit to it. I'm just giving you the super short version. But in that process, I discovered that I had a, a very well known, you know, condition. I guess if you want to term it that way, uh, mm-hmm. where basically I just blocked a bunch of stuff out because they were too mm-hmm. much for me to accept. And the reality is that things just don't go away. Uh, you no. know, you, things don't. Things don't stay buried forever. They have Mm -hmm. to be dealt with. They're there. They're not resolved. And so that's what was happening. I guess I was thawing out. You know, they use different terms. And and I was thawing out. And so I just I started to remember and I had to come to grips with that. And I had to I had to find a plan to work through that. I had to make I had to make a decision that I was gonna live through it and actually beat it. And that 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 was quite hard, to be honest with you, because it was things that I, I said, I, I can't I can't be this person. I can't be I can't have this story. And I had to
0: really work through acceptance. hmm. Absolutely. Um, so you're saying to me that, you know, when did you become a Christian? Well, I
1: became a Christian when I was 18 and mm-hmm. I was on fire for God. I have been, you know, I, I got saved and and just never looked back you know, really, I just went full throttle forward. And I, I just wasn't one of those people that have the backslider story or anything like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I have my ups and downs. Um, and, you know, I, I went through a pretty serious deliverance uh, about a year into my Christianity from sorcery. And, you know, that was uh, really challenging for my church. It's like, how could you be saved and how can you be baptized to the Holy <laughs> spirit and then have this level of problem? Like, well, I don't know what to tell you, but it happened. You know, I didn't have the theology. I just I yeah. just had the experience and not even being conditioned for those kind of experiences. Not even you know you know sometimes I, I think there's a little bit of conditioning involved. Well, none of that was for me. Um, I, I would have I wouldn't have gone into that on my own at all. And so I ended up getting delivered. So it really led to uh, me helping people who needed deliverance, who were Christians and had spiritual issues. And I've always been a part of deliverance ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been pro, uh, Christian counseling, all yeah. of those things. I just didn't realize the level that I, that I really needed, that I truly needed because our hearts are really blinded to our own condition.
0: And oh, until the absolutely. Holy Spirit,
1: until he gives us eyes to see, uh, we, we can't face it. So, no. uh, and, but it doesn't go away and your life reflects that there are issues underneath. And that's what I, absolutely. you know, counsel people you know, it's, it's, it's time to deal with it if it's coming
0: up. I I think that is such great advice. And okay, follow me here. But I want to ask you a couple questions that you can just answer. So so when you got saved, there was not an immediate inner healing, was there? No, 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 it was what I could handle, what you could handle. And then okay, so you went to bible college a graduate of bible college a really amazing bible college and then you became a pastor and so did uh you know going to bible college or becoming a pastor produce inner healing for the woundings of your heart
1: no not at all that's a completely separate issue you know you you can't you can't override what's inside of you by being a minister um and that's a lot of people get into ministry because you know of their own life history and story but um you know they truly want to help people truly called of Mm -hmm. god but that's a whole different thing uh you know we help people but what's going on inside of you and that's why we see a lot of ministers fail is they haven't Mm -hmm. they haven't done their heart work and you know certain point in life it, it comes back to take them
0: yeah it definitely comes back to bite you in the butt if you yeah. have not dealt with those inner woundings and healings. And what I was asking these questions for is to make the point for anyone listening that you just because you're saved does not mean that you've experienced the inner healing, that, that working out of your salvation that God has for you. I'm excited. We're going to come back after the break and we're going to talk more with Jennifer and find out how you can experience that inner healing that God has for
1: you hi my name is jennifer evaz from episode 112 and my music pick song for the soul h2o radio and podcast show is the healing by blanca featuring dante bow
0: The warmer weather means you're always on the move. And the My Joy
1: Radio app means the songs you love and the encouragement you crave move with you. Never miss another minute with 24-7 access to the Joy Radio live stream. Get the latest messages from the ministries you love delivered right to your smartphone. Or download them ahead for offline listening. Be uplifted, whether at the office or the beach. The My Joy Radio app, available now.
0: Thanks for listening to the Soul H20 podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. We're back from the break with minister, best-selling author, and international conference speaker Jennifer Ives. And Jennifer, your story is in your book, and you know, in the first segment, we talked about a time when your memories resurfaced from your childhood and led you to understand that you were dealing with complex childhood trauma. So we're going to get back to talking about your your life story, some of the tools that you have for women inside of your latest book, and how you help people experience inner healing, but Right now, I'm hoping you can share a Bible study tool or tip, something that can help girls in their day-to-day walk with the Lord.
1: Well, I, I've always been a person that, you know, just really believes that, that God's word is true and what he said is true. And I have discovered all along that whenever I was stuck somewhere inside, and that's basically what trauma is, is, is things that are not resolved. Um, that are, you know, the only person who can resolve it is Jesus. And mm. so when I would read things like, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free, John 8, 32, I came to discover that God's word has an answer for every single issue that I have. And so mm. if I stick to the word, if I believe it, if I should believe it, uh, his word will come and begin to to bring light to dark places on the inside of me. So I'm, I'm a real word person and I have discovered his word is living and brings life to what's dead inside. And I've consistently mm. seen that happen in my
0: life. Absolutely, I think that's really great what you're talking about here is coming to our time in reading God's word and spending time alone with him And believing him, which is, you know, easier said than done. If you've had different life experiences that would maybe make you to believe the opposite is, you know, that he can't be trusted, but to come at his word believing this can be trusted, that is, that will really change things for you. So that's a great tip. And is John eight thirty two your favorite Bible verse or one, you know, that it's really- one
1: of one of the favorites? I you, you know, would have go favorites between some others, you know, in, yeah. in John eight thirty six, uh, you know that whom the sun sets free is free indeed i can trust him to bring mm. me freedom and you know he'll lead us into all truth uh, all of those scriptures that just tell us that, that jesus is the answer his word is the answer
0: yeah He is the answer and and revealed in his word. Absolutely. So God has truly set you free from movie worthy and psychological study type trauma. You are absolutely what Ephesians 2, 7 and 9 calls a trophy of grace. Um, But before all that healing came and, you know, in your intro, we we talked about all the incredible things that God has you and your hubby doing today. But before that, there were some signs of trauma in your life that you now understand were signs of trauma. And I'm wondering if you could share those with people because maybe they're listening and there's trauma in their life and that's why God has them listening to this episode, but they might not really clue into those signs are there that God is trying to highlight that they need some healing and he wants to be that healing for them.
1: Well, yeah, because when things are not healed inside of you, there's always going to be fruit and that fruit will reflect not God's kingdom, but it reflects, Mm. you know, something else. And my biggest clue that something wasn't right is I had deep, deep hatred and and rage inside of me Um, and I kept trying to cover it and Mm. it just it you can't you can't cover what's there. And it yeah. was starting to really take take apart my life, and so when I went to get help, um, basically I was saying to myself, "I'm ready to face what I couldn't face," and I started to remember why I hated um, certain people that were connected to my family. I started to remember what they did to me. I started to remember, uh, you know, just just being subjected to horrific, uh, networked, organized, uh, occultic abuse. You know, the the kinds that we read about and we don't think is really true. We think it's sensationalized. Yeah. Oh, I can tell you for sure it's all true. Uh, actually, mm-hmm. it's worse than what you read. And being subjected to that and seeing those things. No wonder I had a problem with anger. No wonder I had a problem with mm-hmm. hatred. You know, and but I, I couldn't reconcile it because I didn't know what was behind it because I couldn't look at it. And yeah. so it got to the point where, you know, you're either going to deal with this or it's going to deal with you and I had to make a make a decision and so I decided to face it
0: I think in my personal life you know I I haven't experienced what you've experienced to that level and you know a lot of people listening won't have but I believe there will be girls listening that have experienced what you have I have you know a few girlfriends that have experienced similar to you and but it doesn't matter the level of your trauma Trauma affects our body, affects our brains, our emotions and everything. But I remember I was very much like you that all of a sudden I was so angry and I'd always been, you know, the happy-go-lucky girl. And I recognize that in my life, you know, over and in times again, where all of a sudden, why am I angry? And, and that is a tip off. Are there any other signs of trauma that girls can be looking for in their own lives? Well, sometimes it's, it's
1: uh pain in the body because trauma is like being smashed on the inside and Mm -hmm. so it shows up Mm -hmm. as as pain and your body starts to experience pain uh they have all sorts of medical names for it but really what it is it's emotional uh it's an emotional hit and it's showing up in your physiology because we're spirit soul and body they're all connected Uh, so you know and then uh you can't keep your relationships can't keep your jobs you know those are clear signals you know, like like something's something's a It's it's not everybody else. It's actually mm. something going on with you. You know, you know when you notice these patterns. And, and so again, the fruit is there. You have to look at the fruit
0: and look at the you know, fruit. The fruit the,
1: yeah, the fruit doesn't lie. And uh, mm-hmm. we, we want to make excuses and cover it up. No, nope, fruit doesn't lie. Um, what's happening inside of you is bearing fruit in your life. And so with that, you, you, you need to do some root inspection. Mm. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, get some things
0: up Well, Jennifer, I want to thank you for sharing just a bit of your story. Girls, I encourage you to check her out. Everything's on the show notes. But I want to encourage you, do those root checks. And uh, God is going to do something incredible in your life like he's done in Jen's. And Jen, I just want to thank you for being on the show. Well, Thank you. If this show has triggered trauma in your heart or brought some emotional pain to the surface, don't let it be used as the enemy to hurt you anymore, but let it be used for God's intent to heal your broken heart. Let me challenge you to take Jennifer's advice and find a great Christian counselor, maybe even a good doctor, to help you move forward in the process of healing God has planned out for you. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for episode 112, Jesus Came to Heal Your Heart, on the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show. Make sure to check out the show notes for scripture graphics, links to anything we mentioned, and information about our guest at soulh2o.com/slash/112. I hope you'll share this episode with your friends and family, take a screen capture while listening on your device, and share on your social media to help spread the word about Soul H2O. Until next week, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O Podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the
1: world.